Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, my name is Louis Cameron, speaking to you from Colombo, and I've got an absolute treat for you on the Unplayable podcast. I sat down with Steve Smith ahead of the first T20 here in Sri Lanka. He spoke about how he's been told to shed the Mr. Fix-It tag in the T20 team, the relaxed atmosphere and build-up to the series over here, his experiences with Vertigo, and how he's taken on the test vice-captaincy under Pat Cummins. I hope you enjoy it just as much as I did. Steve, thanks for, for joining us, first of all, mate. Um, let's go back to the IPL auction. Um, I think it was the first time you've ever missed it. Is that right? Was it a, was it a new feeling? How did you kind of take it? Um, yeah, it's the first IPL I haven't been part of for a while, uh, outside of 2018. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, obviously a shame to miss out. But, um, you know, everything happens for a reason, I think, and... Um, for me, it's actually given me a good opportunity to have a bit of a break. Um, the next sort of 18 months looks pretty hectic. So, um, yeah, I've enjoyed a bit of downtime, had a bit of a holiday and um, refreshed myself ready for, for what's ahead. You go to New York, is that right? Yeah, I spent about five to six weeks in New York, um, which was cool. Um, you know, we, we like spending a, a fair bit of time there when we get an opportunity. And, um, yeah, Danny and I, and I had a, a really good time and enjoyed ourselves. And, um, yeah, it was nice to just freshen up and, and live a somewhat normal life for a bit and, and now ready to get back into it. You engaged there, right? I did. Yeah. Did a while ago, top of the rock. So, uh, yeah, that was a while ago now. <laughs> what do you like about New York so much? I just like the, the city, how it's just um, – it's always – busy there's always something happening in the fast life um i feel like people were are so nice and and really helpful um you know everyone's sort of there to to make something of themselves and in that people are kind of helping each other as well so um yeah i just like the the vibe that that's that's there and um yeah it's an enjoyable city imagine when you walk down the street in sydney people recognize steve smith the cricketer <laughs> imagine in new york that doesn't happen is it is that i mean does that happen is that part of the appeal as well um well, it's certainly part of the appeal, yeah. Um, get recognised here and there. There's, there's quite a big expat community, quite a few Australians, quite a few Indians, and obviously we love our cricket. Um, so, um, yeah, get recognised here and there, but um, certainly not back, like back home. How's your elbow? It's coming along nicely. It's, um, the break's given me a good opportunity to um, get some good strength into it. Um, I think kind of... When I was back playing um, in Pakistan um, after the elbows that I've had before the issues, I kind of probably neglected the strength a bit. Um, I was kind of like, yeah, it feels good again. I'm back playing. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. But um, I probably neglected a bit of the strength work. So I've been able to get a lot of strength back into it. Um, and I won't stop this time again. I'll keep, keep it up even when it's feeling good. So uh, fingers crossed it's, um, it's behind me. Does batting for hours in the nets not going to constitute strength work? 
Uh, it's just different. Um, yeah, I think it's just about strengthening the forearm um, and kind of loading that tendon as much as possible and, and then having some time away from it as well. So um, there's a nice balance and, and something I'll certainly have to continue to look at. Um, but fingers crossed that it doesn't come back because it's, uh, it's not much fun batting with it. Yeah, yeah. So it's the kind of thing that I mean, because you've you've missed a, a bit of time, you know, through through different periods. Is the kind of thing that's just always going to be always going to be there for you? Well, I hope not. Um, I hope it, it, it's gone now. It feels pretty good at the moment. So um, yeah, let's let's hope it stays that way. Um, you know, I think I know that Kane Williamson's been having some some trouble with it for probably a couple of years now, um, much like I have. So um, yeah, it's it's. For a batter, it's probably one of the worst things you can have. You're always loading that forearm, and um, it's um, it's pretty uncomfortable. So um, yeah, hopefully it's behind me. And how about this T20 series in Sri Lanka? You mentioned what a big 18 months it is, kind of coming up, starting with um, with these T20s in a couple of days. You got a bit of a point to prove, and we, we talked about the IPL auction there before. Is there a point to prove in, in this format for you? Yeah, I probably haven't played as well as I would have liked to the last little while. Um, but I'm also excited by, um, I guess, a new role that I've been told. Um, you know, they've got rid of that sort of Mr. Fix-It tag, um, which was kind of, I mean, it's a difficult one because T20 cricket, you, you've got to be positive and, um, and um, take the game on. Um, however, there were situations where it was kind of like, you know, you have to rebuild and um, be the one to do that. Um, and you kind of lose probably a bit of your your flair or your um, you just um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just the reacting to to the ball. Um, you're probably being a bit more defensive and and trying to stay in the game for a bit longer and probably missing out on scoring opportunities. So um, that tag's been taken away. So um, now if I want to hit my third ball for six, then I've been told to to go for it. So. Um, yeah, I think you'll see a lot more freedom um, and yeah, just, just reacting to the ball and obviously playing the situation of the game. That must be uh, really freeing for your mind. I mean, does that almost kind of go back, thinking about your early days of you know, playing for the Sixers and stuff like that? You know, is it almost kind of going back to something like that? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, and I, I think it's just, just playing the game and, and, and focusing on um, what I do well. And I think when I'm playing well, I'm just hitting the gaps really nicely. I'm not trying to overhit the ball. Um, and um, I'm, yeah, I'm just playing what's in front of me. So, um, you know, not thinking too much about being worried about getting out or anything and, and letting the team down from that point of view. It's, it's just playing the game and trusting that, you know, I'm good enough. And if I'm, if I'm playing my game properly, then I'll be helping the team out um, in any way that I can. People are talking about different options for this team and, you know, talking about Tim David and, and Josh Inglis has, has done well in the, the first few games. There's obviously not room for everyone. Do you, do you notice that heat? I mean, did any of that heat, in inverted commas, did that, um, you know, play a part in maybe the reason you weren't playing as well in the format? Um, I mean, sometimes I think when I'm playing the role that I was picked to sort of play previously, um, you kind of you're not probably as aggressive or free-flowing potentially as you could be. And then you get in a position, you see guys like Maxi and Stoin behind you, and then you suddenly feel a bit of pressure to turn the switch on straight away, if that makes sense. And that can kind of, you know, it's probably not the way I generally sort of play the game. So it's kind of, um, 
you know, trying to catch up on your strike rate or whatever and get runs quickly. It's, it's sort of building into it and playing smart um, and, and just playing my sort of game, um, which I probably haven't done as well as I would have liked for, for a little while now. But, um, yeah, fingers crossed I can turn that around. And from a mental point of view as well, Steve, like you, you've obviously, you know, the number one, been the number one test batter in, in that side for a long time and, and you, you know, your place has been, you've been the captain of the team, similar for the ODI stuff. Like is it, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of the, the right way of putting it, but is it, is it nice to have a, have a bit of a challenge? Like it's, it's something new for you a little bit, isn't it? Um, yeah, I don't really think of it sort of that way. Um, yeah. You know, I'm just, whatever, whatever I'm playing, whatever format I, I want to do well for the team and, and put my best foot forward and yeah I'm pretty I'm pretty excited that that tag's been taken off to be honest with you um when um Diver actually told me the other day he said um obviously Ron's not here because he's got COVID but he said Ron said we're getting rid of that tag that's gone just go out and play freely and if you want to smack your first or second ball for six go for it I'm like yeah that's cool so um yeah I'm pretty happy with that so now it's just about going out and playing freely and trusting my instincts um, which I think I've done well over any format for a long time, um, instead of you know being a bit more reserved and um, you know trying not to get out almost in a way, which is I don't think the right way to play T20 cricket, particularly with the batters we've got behind. Yeah, yeah, you, you can kind of free up a little bit. Is there a new tag like no Mr. Fix it? Is there, so is there no a, tags. a new motto for it? Or? There's no tags. I think it's just play the game, play yeah. what's in front of me, and play freely. So happy with that. Really exciting. Um, and just in terms of this T20 series, like um, obviously you mentioned Ronnie having COVID. Uh, you don't have a team manager here. It, it, it seems like a, a bit of a different builder. Um, what have you kind of made of that compared to what things have been like in the past? I mean, everyone's just really relaxed. Um, there's been an emphasis for probably since just before the World Cup um, of guys just owning their own space and being able to trust their preparation and the coaches sort of letting us prepare how we kind of want to. Um, and then with that, obviously, you've got to perform. But, um, yeah, they're putting the onus kind of back on, on us to ensure we're doing what we need to do. Because, I mean, you have people in different um, different um, areas of their preparation. I mean, like Stoin and Wadey, Davey, Hoff, a lot of those, there's probably a few more, have come from playing the IPL. Um, you know, I've come off bit of a break. Starkey's been on a bit of a break. Um, everyone's kind of different where they are in levels of, of um, what they've been doing recently. So, you know, it's just trusting guys to prepare the way they need to. Um, you know, Davey hasn't had a training session here. I think he's probably going to train tomorrow and then go into the game. I've had two good hits. I'll have another hit tomorrow and then get into the game. Um, yeah, everyone's different, so it's just trusting everyone, each and everyone's preparation, and and, and communicating it effectively, and um, yeah, and then from there it's just going out to perform and, and do the job for the team. And Pat, I guess when when JL resigned, Pat spoke quite well about um, you know the players taking more responsibility and maybe that more collaborative approach. Does this kind of fit into into that? Um, yeah, it was probably before that. To be honest, it was it was probably more before the start of the World Cup. We sort of um, started that I think but yeah it sort of carried on through formats I suppose um, and we're certainly yeah trusting people's preparation um, you know the young players coming in can um, speak to the coaches they can speak to the senior players and, and get a gauge of 
you know, what's required and, and what have you. But ultimately, these guys have done well at the level below. They're coming up to the next level. You don't really want to change too much. You want to be as consistent as you were at Stateland in preparation and, um, and trust that it's going to work as well. And um, I guess if you're not doing it the right way, you probably get found out from a performance perspective. So, um, and, and then it's about um, having the conversations and, and being open and honest with the coach or with the captain or, or whatever about what your preparation looks like and what you could perhaps do better or improve on. And is that something that um, you guys might have benefited from in the past? Like I was just looking back at um, the 2016 tour for, to here, for example, when, when you were skipper and it was a really different team, wasn't it, where it was a bit younger and you were probably one of the the only really senior heads uh, from, a, from a batting point of view at least. Is it the kind of thing now that you're a bit more – Tell me if you disagree with any of this, but is I reckon it something... we had some pretty experienced yeah. players. Yeah, yeah. Finchy, Davey, Water played a lot. Yeah. Um, Maxie was there, he played quite a bit. So uh, would that approach have worked as as well then? Like, do you, do you wish we could have got to that, you know, you guys could have got to this point earlier? Um, yeah, potentially. I mean, it's not a it's not a big change. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's just ensuring each player is owning their their space and their preparation. If, if they don't feel like they need to train, then so be it. Sit back at the hotel, rest up and get your mind right to go out and perform. Or, you know, if, adversely, if you want to hit more balls, go for your life. So it's kind of, um, well, the options have always kind of been there, I suppose. Um, it's just putting a bit of a tag on it now that you kind of own your space a little bit more and, and um, people, I guess coaches and those involved have trust that you're doing it the right way. One of, one of the things that struck me about the Pakistan tour was um, after that first game when you, you, know, you guys only took four wickets for the, for the test, there was no kind of panic and you probably stuck to what you planned for the first test for the rest of the series. I mean, is there a real feeling in this te- thinking about the test side now that um, you know, things go wrong, you, you're really more confident in the team and, and the plans you have? Yeah, I think we have a, a really good belief. Um, you know, I think we've got a... I suppose like a reasonably settled test team at the moment. Um, I think um, yeah, everyone's doing their roles. Um, you know, people are chipping in at different stages. Um, you know, guys are coming in making some big runs and, and putting a lot of pressure on. You know, um, someone like Marcus Harris who wasn't playing poorly, um, Usman came in and just bursted the lights out and sort of demanded selection and obviously performed exceptionally well in Pakistan. So. I think we're no, we're in a we're in a good place. Um, I guess all that really changes is whether you play a couple of spinners or, um, particularly in this part of the world, like we did in Pakistan, um, or three quicks. So, um, I think that's great that we're kind of settled um, for, for a little while, I'd say. Um, and then, yeah, we're just trusting our, our plans and, and backing backing them in for a long time. Um, sometimes they they don't work, but majority of the time, if you just stick to it and um, have faith in it, um, you know, it can turn around. And I guess that's what we did after the the first test, when um, you know we couldn't couldn't really take many wickets on 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 that particular wicket and. The next two were probably pretty similar sort of wickets. The, the last one probably spun a little bit more than the rest of them um, later in the game. But, um, yeah, it was just sticking to our plans, playing the long game and um, and knowing that if we do that, that, um, you know, we'd potentially get an opening at some point and we happened to get it day four and five in the third test and that's all it really took. 
What are your um, standout memories of coming to Sri Lanka in 2016? What are the things you recall and um, <laughs> positive or negative oh, and what, what are the lessons from it? Um, yeah, we got flogged in the test, I remember that. Um, now we played on some some pretty difficult wickets and I reckon we had a, a reasonably um, inexperienced side at that stage. Um, you know, lots of players had just retired at the end of 2015. Um, it was probably a lot of our players first time playing in really spinning conditions potentially um, or a few of us anyway um, and I think yeah we were just too slow probably to adapt to how you need to play in these conditions and I think we got closer potentially in the third test match um, with our batters getting a few big scores I think Sauce got 100 I got 100 um, I can't remember what else happened but uh, we lost 3-0 which wasn't good but um, I think guys took a lot of learnings away from that and realised, you know, how you've got to play in these conditions. Um, even someone like Nathan Lyon, I think, learned a lot and then went to India the next time and was able to adapt accordingly. Um, you know, bowling slightly different balls with squarer seams or quicker balls to stop guys sweeping or um, not just bowling the same sort of ball over again. So I think it was a, it was a good learning experience for a lot of players. and. Um, which, you, which I guess you can get sometimes when you lose as well. Um, you probably potentially learn more when you lose than, than when you win. So um, it was a good experience in that, in that regard, but no good losing. Yeah, and, and those lessons you're talking about with Nathan there, does that extend to a batting point of view with some of the same guys returning now? I guess you, Usman from memory. Yep. Yeah, there, there's some, and, and 2017 in India, there's some things that you, you've um, yeah, figured out, I suppose. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I think just the experiences from then all the way to now have, have helped us, I guess, shape into the players we are now as well. So you kind of, yeah, you pick things up. Um, you know, you can't play the same in Sri Lanka as you do back in Australia. It's, it's completely different. So um, having a plan, trusting it from the start, um, not getting yourself to face 20 balls before implementing the plan. You have to do it straight away, otherwise... Um, you know, you can be sitting back in the shed, so, um, which I think guys have adapted, you know, um, adapted to, you see Usman playing reverse sweeps or sweeps early in their innings to get themselves going and it's almost a mode of um, defence instead of pot potentially lunging at the ball like I would, he might play a reverse sweep or a sweep, but it's a kind of a defensive attacking option, so I think guys are, um, yeah, a lot more comfortable and, um, yeah, in a better place in, in these conditions now than probably what we were back in 16. Mm. And thinking about your own batting, Steve, like you feel like you are a better player than, than you were then? So thinking about the subcontinent? Uh, yeah, I, th I think just my understanding of the ball and, um, you know, the square seam and what the ball can do. I think I probably learnt most in my first two tests there where I didn't get any runs and then got the 100, spending a fair bit of time out in the middle in that third test. So... And then from there, I think my subcontinent form probably got better and better. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's a it's a great learning experience playing on these kind of wickets. And you know, I think guys like um, Hetty and Greeny and um, and Alex Carey are, are going to enjoy what they come up against. Um, you know, I'm pretty confident. I suppose that Gaul could could be a pretty big spinning wicket. So. Um, 
yeah, it'd be good to see how those guys handle it and what they can learn from this series. And I'm sure even if they fail, they'll, they'll learn something and, and go better. But fingers crossed they play well. And you probably don't need any reminding. It's been a little bit of time since a, since a Test 100. I'm sure you're probably the first one to, to think about that. Um, does it play on your mind at all? No, not so much. Um, I probably had three opportunities to get hundreds in Pakistan. Um, just didn't quite convert them. So um, you know, I, st- I feel like my plans were were in a pretty decent place. Um, you know, I probably could have potentially been a bit more aggressive against the spin over there and um, played a few more shots. Um, but I was also batting at stages where the ball was reversing quite big and. Um, you know, I know as a batter coming in next, it's probably the toughest thing to face, uh, a reversing ball on, on those kind of wickets against some, some good bowlers in, you know, Afridi and Hassan Ali. So, um, yeah, the partnerships I was able to form, I think, with Uzi majority of the time um, probably set us up for some of the batters coming in as well. Um, so it's kind of, yeah, it's playing the game um, and, and playing the and being patient and playing the tempo, which we spoke a lot about in, in Pakistan. Um, you know, against the new ball, you can play a few more shots, um, like I probably did in the third test when I got in a little bit earlier, um, got some boundaries away early. Um, but then when the ball gets a bit softer and it's reversing, you have to rein it back in until you get your moment to, to go a bit more aggressive. But yeah, I, I guess against the spin I can probably, I know I've got a few more shots that I can potentially bring out and um, and put a bit more pressure potentially back on the bowler. Mm. All formats are going a bit harder then. Potentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll see. <laughs> um, and I'm sure you would have heard people kind of talking about um, the concussion you got in, in 2019 during the Ashes and maybe your, your results haven't been as good since then. I mean, that's the, the theory people, you know, talk about. Mm-hmm. What do you make of that? Um, no, I mean, I don't necessarily think there's any correlation. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure. Um, a few things, I guess, have changed since then. Obviously, Marnus has come into the team and has been scoring a lot of runs as well. So I'm sitting back probably in the shed for longer than I potentially was beforehand, um, you know, which, it, which is great also. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't think too much about it. I think as I just alluded to, I can potentially put a bit more pressure back on the bowler at stages. Um, probably been a little bit defensive at times and um, whilst I've spent a lot of time in the middle, a lot of the, the games, um, my strike rate's probably not as high and I, um, yeah, I haven't put as much pressure on the bowler. So yeah, potentially I can do that a bit more and um, yeah, try and try and yeah, just put a bit more pressure on. That's simple as it gets, I think. And is part of that um, that teams have bowled differently to you since that 2019 Ashes? Yeah, I think so. Um, there's been some different fields set um, where at times I, I feel like they're actually not even trying to get me out. So um, whilst it might not uh, reflect on me scoring a lot of the runs, it's still guys bowling a lot of balls and getting some miles into their legs and you might see someone else after me being able to come out and score a bit more freely when the bowlers are a bit more tired. So, um, you know, it's not the worst thing for, for the team's point of view. Of course, I'd love to be scoring more hundreds and stuff, but, um, you yeah, I've still been batting some good time and I know our bowlers love it, particularly just sitting back watching and um, getting a rest in between innings or or whatever, they, they, they like the time out of the game to just chill out. So it's, 
Um, they'd be more happy if I got a 60 off 180 balls rather than a 60 off 60, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, from that point of view, um, yeah, guys have bowled differently and a bit more defensive at stages, but um, yeah, you've still got to just play the game and, um, and adapt to whatever they're coming at, which, you know, I don't think I've done poorly. Um, but yeah, I think maybe just finding some more ways to get off strike or um, get a boundary way to change something perhaps of, of um, what they're thinking and, and where they're bowling. And um, it was interesting, uh, sorry, not necessarily interesting, but um, the, the thinking about the concussion um, and the ear crystals that you kind of talked about, um, which kind of makes you smile every time you just mm. say that word, right? Like, And you talked about it after the concussion in um, the T20 series yeah. against Sri Lanka. Have they become more prevalent? Is there any link between the concussion and the crystals? Probably. I mean, I think um, I have had a couple of episodes of vertigo that have tended to actually come a few days after I've hit my head. Um, so whether that loosens them, the crystals in my inner ear, I'm, well, I'm going to say it probably, probably is a correlation. Um, and yeah, it's certainly not a, a nice feeling, um, vertigo, that's for sure. I wouldn't wish it upon anyone. So um, yeah, fingers crossed, uh, no more head knocks. I've had a few concussions now and um, yeah, hopefully I've seen the last of them, but um, yeah, they're not much fun. Can you describe as someone who hasn't has never suffered that, and probably most people are in that category? What is what is vertigo? What does it make you feel like? So the vertigo I have is called um, BPPV, benign paroxysmal positional vertigo. I think it's called, um, and it's essentially like when I'm laying down. Um, if I'm on one side, the room basically just starts spinning, um, and then it's yeah, you kind of, um, I don't know, it's a, it's a weird feeling. You kind of, yeah, the room starts spinning and I generally throw up straight afterwards because I'm just crook and I'm trying to, I guess, align my eyes back to normal. So um, the way they've uh, fixed it is um, they do a thing called the Epley's Manoeuvre. So it's essentially like pushing your head back to the side, you're bad, your eyes get in nystagmus. Um, so it's like they're moving really quickly. Um, and then you kind of wait till it stops. Um, generally, I can't even get to the point where it stops. I usually get up and throw up before that. But, um, you know, I think, for instance, I think the last time I did it, it, it went away the first time. So you put your head this way and then they quickly move your head to the other way, which hopefully flushes the crystals out or back to where they're supposed to go. Um, but before the one day, or I think when I had it... Um, in Sydney in 2020 or 21 or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It took about seven goes of the Epleys. Um, that, that was after you'd made two centuries, well, before you made two it was, centuries. It was the day yeah. of the second one. Yeah. yeah. I thought I was no chance to play. Um, but, yeah, it, once it got out, it was kind of like, yeah, I'm sort of back to normal again. But for that period where it's um, the vertigo's there, it's, uh, it's not a very nice feeling. Just thinking about Pat Cummins, I want to ask you a little bit about him. You've played under a few captains. You, you've been a captain yourself. Yeah. How is he different to um, to those people? Um, how's he different? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah no, he's, he's very chilled. Um, he's he's pretty open to to ideas from people. Um, sometimes people go up to him maybe a bit too much. Um, he's kind of said that. He wants them to flow through me and then I'll go to him. Um, 
and um, yeah, that's how he sort of wants it to work. But um, no, he's done a terrific job so far. Um, yeah, he's rallied the troops together. We've, we've played some good cricket, I think, which has helped. Um, but yeah, he's, he's doing a great job. Um, you know, we're supporting him and um, yeah, he's, he's been, been outstanding so far. It's interesting that there's too many people going to him. Like, is it almost the case that he's too nice, he's too approachable? Oh, I think, well, particularly in somewhere like Pakistan, there's not much happening. You kind of, people are just coming up with different ideas and like, yeah, let's try this, try this, try this. Um, whereas, yeah, sometimes it's just about just sticking to it and which is what I think we did pretty well. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just um, taking it. I think when I was captain as well, it's great to get those ideas coming in, but um, yeah, it's up to you ultimately to make the decision to say, yeah, great, or not right now, you know, it's um, thank you, but um, yeah, we're going to go this way. So no, he's done that really well and um, no, he's led the side terrifically well so far. And do you think you're almost the perfect deputy for him in, in that case, given you've, you've been in his shoes before um, and, and and how do you enjoy it? How, do you, how have you settled into that role? No, it's been it's been fun. So um, yeah, no, I've, I've I've enjoyed it. I you know I like working with Paddy and um, want to help him in any way that I can. So um, yeah, it's um, yeah that's that's my job right now. It's 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 working on um, yeah whatever I can to to help him and, and help us have success. So that's been good fun and um, yeah, I've enjoyed it. And I feel like he said a couple of times that he's really lent on you. Maybe when he's bowling or or things like that, and you've almost called the shots for. But small parts of it. Can you kind of is that true? Can you think of examples of that or? Um, no, not really. Um, I think you said that prior to becoming captain that that might have been, yeah. you know, what would go down. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's really kind of come about yet. Um, you know, whether or not that changes or you know different places we play where it might be maybe here where it's a bit hotter and got to have a bit of a break or whatever potentially but um no nah, he's been he's been pretty focused and switched on um every game he's played yeah how about when you um when you captain Adelaide Steve um how did that feel like was that was that different to you know your first go around uh yeah I mean it was good fun um no, I loved it it was it was great um sort of brought back some old memories in a way um no, I enjoyed it um and it was it was nice to to get the result we were after there as well um it was interesting how it all, obviously it all came about. It, was, it all happened pretty quickly on that morning. But, um, no, I enjoyed it and, um, yeah, it was good fun. There's a final few here, mate, um, <coughs> just about what drives you. Like what, um, you know, when you, you, know, you think about the, the place you are in your career, when you wake up every morning, what are the things that kind of, is it, you know, team stuff? Is, it, is there, Are there personal milestones you want to hit along the way? What, what drives you, mate? Um, yeah, I, I'm just trying to sort of still get better and, and learn as much as possible. And probably the day that I stop wanting to do that and wanting to train and, and get better is probably the day I'll say I've had enough. So right now it's, it's not there, um, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll keep doing what I can to help the team that, that I'm playing in have success, whether it be the T20 team, one day team or test team. I just want to do my best for, for all of them and, and, and help this group have success. You mentioned, I guess, batting in the nets there. Is it like the case of, you know, you will always bat for as long as you do, you know, pretty much more than anyone else? And and if that, like, could you ever, I guess my question is, could you ever see yourself batting less in the nets? Well, I probably am batting less at the moment um, than I have before, just with, with my elbow and um, trying to ensure that it doesn't get to the place where it got to 
previously. So, um, which is hard for someone like me. Um, I just love batting and getting big volume and um, that's how I kind of get in the rhythm. So um, it, it is a bit different, but um, yeah, I've got to strike the right balance to ensure that you know I'm giving myself every chance to play as many games as possible, really. Very good, mate. All the best in Sri Lanka. Easy. Thanks, mate.